Welcome to episode eight of Brewing the Pot with Em and Mare. We are here to get elevated, spill your tea and confessions, offer very unqualified advice, all while keeping you anonymous. You are able to send us submissions via our link tree. And we just want to remind you that it is always going to be anonymous unless you state otherwise. In our submissions, there is the capability to add your name and email. Only do this if you want a response back personally from us or if you want a shout out or anything like that. Otherwise, just leave that blank. And I believe that is it. So today's episode, we have guest Brandilyn, who is my personal friend. She is a boy mama to two, a military wife who's lived coast to coast, but she is so much more than that. And the perfect guest host for today's hot topic, which is more than a mom. Um, We wanted to do this topic for Mother's Day and just share how there are so many different ways that we can be who we truly are with also being a mom, you know? So yes, with that said, um, here is our guest. Does it sound like good quality though, or does it sound crappy? No, it's fine. Okay. It's good. Um, Emily, I'm already recording. This is, this is just going to be a shit show. She is freaking out right now. I was just on FaceTime with her and I don't know what's going on. So her Wi-Fi's down or what? Yeah. I mean, her whole, like, she's like, I can't even use, um, like my phone's internet, like just regular 3G or 4G or whatever. That sends me into a panic. Like I like to think that I'm like very like calm and don't freak out about things. But if I don't have service on my phone or if like my phone's not working immediately, like my whole day is... You're like, I'm I'm about to spiral because what if something happens? Yeah. I'm like, what if I need my phone? Like I need to have it. It's like my emotional security blanket at all times. Or if someone needs you, I'm right? like, yeah. Well, so she, I was yeah. sitting here and I was like, kind of like walking around the house and I was like, why am I not getting like completely baked right now? Like what is stopping me? You know? Literally. <laughs> so don't mind if I sit here and just grind up. No, it's okay. So. I lost my, I smoked right before this, but it's already wearing off. Probably the stress. <laughs> with this, with it, I was literally going to say with the stress. I know. <laughs> I already did um, my little introduction literally right before you hopped on. Okay. So we're already recording and welcome yeah. to the show. You know? Welcome to the show. Um, so yes, I like, I don't know how much I want to get into without her, <laughs> but I don't know what else to do. Um, it sucks. I, I wonder, does she live near like, a coffee shop or something? Well, <laughs> she lives in a townhouse and she was like, I'm gonna text my neighbor and, and see, see if, if can use their Wi-Fi. Well, she was like to see if it's a issue. And in my head, I was like to see if you can use her yeah, Wi-Fi. Like, literally. Um, it is. It probably is like the cable company, maybe like a tower is down or something. That's probably why there's no Wi-Fi or phone service. 
I know. I'm like, that's weird. When we were on FaceTime, she said, let me get off to see if, because she was trying to Google and be like, what is happening? And she was but like, I can't work. fucking Google. She was like, I can't Google anything. It's not working. Oh, I was like, so did yeah, you unplug? She's like, yes, I unplugged everything. I restarted. I'm like, okay, I don't know what else. I'm the same way. I'm like a problem solver too. So when people are like mad and just want to vent, I'm like always trying to solve their problems for them. They're like, no, shut the fuck up. You're like, I, I they're like, I just need a space to, to be crazy and just rant my issues. Yeah. I don't need you to try and... <laughs> instruct me on what to do right that's where I was at yeah that's funny (sighs) anyways how are you I'm good we just like had a bunch of traveling and like I know it was was your your baby boo's birthday I know we drove to Ohio so we drove nine hours on Friday after I went to work so I worked a whole day I was outside I like did a golf tournament um, like That's my work fun. is like a yearly annual golf tournament. So I did that in the morning and then we left straight from there, drove through the night, got there at like two in the morning, woke up, went to a baby shower, then oh had a birthday party, then woke up, went to another baby shower and then left and drove nine hours home. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was so much fun. It actually was, there was a really good turnout, but, um. I'm done traveling because I just traveled to California and to Savannah and I have another trip to Savannah coming up. So honestly, this is the first day that I've like been in my house just like during the day by myself and like forever. And I'm just straight up vibing. You're like uh, in yes. my, my happy place. Am I allowed to do this on camera? I feel like this is illegal. Yeah. No. <laughs> because I live in North Carolina now. Like I know. Well... <laughs> They're gonna, the feds are gonna show up at my house. I'm so sus. Um, <laughs> I um, we now have capabilities to which we haven't done it yet, but we have capabilities to <coughs> put our video, like the recorded, onto Spotify. Oh, sweet! And I was like, "Am I? Are we allowed, are we allowed to, to do this?" Because when I make our clips, I always try to make them where we're not hitting anything yeah you're like out of the frame yeah since we posted on instagram but um i don't know i'm like what is allowed because i was watching an episode the 420 episode of call her daddy and she was smoking the entire fucking time confuses me about censorship it's like it i feel like it depends on your audience because it's only if you get like flagged or like if someone people like, reporting you yeah but like but i wonder if certain platforms like why like is that allowed on spotify like because clearly she's spotify exclusive so yeah. i mean it's well, it where they would have the to music that's on spotify okay yeah yeah and all the okay. videos and all of the like you know what i mean like where yeah how can you censor that that is true. But also, like you said, maybe it's because she lives in a state where it's illegal to, yeah, it's legal and allowed. I, I don't you, know. That has been the worst part about living in North Carolina. I cannot imagine because Jason and I all that, like, we do not want to live where, where we are. We honestly want to move to either North Carolina or Georgia. And 
that's the only thing that's stopping us is like, oh, we can get weed so easily. But like in those states, in your state, it's not even medically legal, is it? No, it's criminalized still. You still can. It's a felony still. Yeah, that's insane. That is absolutely insane. My husband is a cop here and he always gives me shit for it. And he's like, that's a felony. He's always telling me that's a felony. I'm like, Okay. Okay. Like, why? I'm like, I don't know. Why? Do you want me to say? Exactly. I'm like, do you think it's wrong? Do you think it's bad? And he'll even say, he's like, you don't even like act high. Like, and I'm like, yeah, because it's, I'm just chilling, bro. So what's the problem? What's, exactly. what's the matter with it? But living in California though, like, cause I'll still do it. I'm not afraid to live life on the edge, you know? I yeah. I drive with it in my car. Like, yeah, it's the thrill of it, honestly. Why is it that when I pass a cop, I almost want to hit my vape in the car? Like, why? Once a cop passes me, I'm like, like, why do I feel the urge to want to? But yeah, what were you saying? Go ahead. No, 100%. I'm the same way. I'm I'm literally like, I'll see a cop and I'm like, oh, where's my, where's my vape? Yeah. I'm like, I've never been a rebel, but like, why is that the way that I want to like? Yeah, it's like, I'm defying. I'm standing up for what I believe in. This is Oh my God. I'm protesting this. Yeah. That is so funny. I honestly don't remember what I was saying. You were, no, you were talking about how you still have like weed in your car. Yeah. Well, so he will tell me all the time and I actually am looking at like I said, I don't know where the line is. I don't know if I'm going to get arrested or not. I am, this is all a lie. I'm looking at my plant right now, you know? And so I'm just like, I really don't care. I just want to have the variety. Like, I feel like living in California, it's like going to the corner store. Yeah. And then, so I'm like, I don't have my, like, products that I like, like edibles. I don't really love edibles. I, I like them, but I prefer... I mean, I like a, I like a good edible on occasion. Yeah. Like, I like... Yeah. Well, it's going to be a good edible, too. Like... Well, Emily makes her own, and oh, she's yeah. been taking them during the episodes, which hopefully she's fine with me saying that... She was like, I I feel bad for taking my edibles. I think that she makes hers um, because she gets into a state where her brain like just isn't working on the edibles that she makes. But she has like just a lot of like health um, reproductive issues. So she takes them to not have like her cramps and to Mm -hmm. feel good. That's what I love about weed because... There's so many different purposes for it. So when uh-huh. people say like, oh, I freak out. And then you have these seasoned stoners like us who are like connoisseurs where mm-hmm. we're like, oh my God, oh my God, you just need to learn. You need to learn this is, yes. what you need, you know? And so, but I appreciate that because sometimes I just want my brain to not work. Sometimes that's exactly. my and purpose. That's what I told her. I'm like, girl, I would rather, because she was like, I feel bad if you are having to talk more because my brain like... I'm not on my shit. And I'm like, baby, I would rather you feel good and not be hurting than you be absolutely miserable because I know how she is when she's like feeling like that and she feels so miserable and she feels bad about being miserable. I'm like, girl, if your brain doesn't work and you're not like coming up with fire, like words of wisdom, like. It's okay. She was like, You're like but I'm okay. happy and like laughing. And I'm like, yeah. that's all anybody cares about. Yeah, like, that's, that's okay. That's all that matters. 
And and that's the thing too, because sometimes you don't want to be like that. Sometimes you just want to chill, and, and there's different like products for that. But now it's like it's kind of like that same situation where if I do smoke, then I don't know what it's gonna be like because I'm getting like stuff from the plug, you know, like oh yeah, person, and I'm like, what's oh gonna shit, Russian roulette. I'm just like. Am I going to get super zooted and get a lot done today? Or am I going to be a zombie? Like, I never know. So that's one of the things that sucks is I learned oh so much about God. it. And I learned how to use it as, like, a medicine. And now I'm just like. <sighs> oh, my God. I never even thought of that because we really didn't start smoking weed until a few years ago. And so we had, like, <coughs> before. So before he got his medical card. <coughs> He was getting stuff from somebody, I don't even know who it was, somebody he works with, I think, which it's funny because I'm pretty sure their wife was a cop. <laughs> and and his so his wife was a cop and then he was like dealing Jason his like freaking vape carts and shit. But I was always like, this sketches me out, like especially yeah. the vape. The vape carts kind of sketch me out being like not from a dispensary. But so this whole time that we've been smoking, it's basically all been from a dispensary. So yeah, like you said, if I'm wanting to be productive during the day, I know to take my sativa dominant hybrid, you know, so that I'm like on my shit, staying sharp, but Mm -hmm. also like feeling good. But then if I, I'm wanting to chill at night, I'll, you know, we'll smoke indica. And so yeah. that would so be I so no crazy. Well, and on top of that, not only do I not know what it is, I don't even, like, before when I'd be, like, going through the menu, like, this is the experience of shopping in California. Like, it's literally crazy. I have them text me still. They send me a text every single day with, like, deals and discounts mm-hmm. on different products, things like that. They text you. You click on a mobile menu you scroll that's exactly how ours is of products and see what you like yep there's ones there since when you're in california they have the dispensaries that are recreational that pay taxes and they're so overpriced so expensive you can get Mm -hmm. like a one gram cart for like 79 dollars something crazy like that so that's that's how it is at here but then we have cheaper ones for like $25, $30 a car. And exactly. So there's these people that obviously are doing it under the table that are getting the same products, but offering them for the same, like $25. Mm. Exactly. That's what I would do. I would get like four carts for the month and just like 25 bucks each. That's no big deal. Like if you think about $25 a week, break it down into like days, that's like a coffee every day. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. And so... It was way more affordable to do that than to go to the recreational places. But like I said, here, I just am getting whatever I can for whatever like price I can. And so it's like changed the experience. It's almost like made me not want to smoke anymore. Because mm. I'm like, yeah, but I'm trying this. I don't know if you've ever heard of Delta. I'm, I'm, it's a thing yeah. that is here. Yeah, Delta know. 8 or there's yeah. Delta 10 too now. I think this is a mixture of both. I don't. I haven't learned about it, but okay. So, Delta Eight, yeah, it it's makes you high and 
it's this it's basically just like a less a slightly lesser than regular thc which thc is delta 9 so i do not even understand so how do you pass on a drug test then if you're only using that like is it i think it i think delta 8 would pass because it's almost like like same thing like cbd doesn't will pass i had used it on our road trip and what I noticed was it had a lot of the calming and like mm-hmm. anti-anxiety agents in it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I felt. And I like was very, like everything was very bright and I was like mm-hmm. mood enhanced, you know. You might have had the Delta 10 and Delta 8. Is that what you- It is. It's because like the, the Delta like 10, Delta 10 is like hallucinogenic, is oh, like yeah. the hallucinogenic version of Delta eight and it's supposed to offer like, I've all, I've wanted to try Delta 10, just like straight Delta 10 because they say it's very similar to like taking mushrooms. It's like the more hallucinogenic version of like THC. I noticed like I had on a pair of like orange sunglasses and obviously everything looks a little bit different. looks really cool. But when I like took them off, it was, it was kind of like you were saying with mushrooms where it was like, I was seeing everything for the first time, kind of the same way that you do when you're on mushrooms. And so, I mean, overall, I liked it. The only thing that it didn't have, which I don't know if this is like a negative thing. I didn't feel any of like the psychoactive, like, like re- re- response. Like, I don't know. I usually, when I smoke, I get like very introspective and just start like processing okay. emotions and like start to like do super deep dives into like my thoughts and feelings and my spirituality Mm -hmm. and just like all of these like really deep in space thoughts. Mm -hmm. But then with Delta 10 and Delta 8, it was just very surface level. Like I was chilling, I was vibing, I was in a good mood. But But you weren't like in your head. Yeah, I wasn't in my head at all. I was like, I didn't feel high. Like I felt totally sober. I was just like chilling. Hmm. That's yeah, interesting. So I mean, it's a good supplement, I guess. But like I said, my my relationship with like smoking and weed in general has changed. Now it's just more of like a recreational, like luxury rather than like medicinal the way that mm-hmm. I used to before. Yeah. Oh well. Damn. I know. <laughs> See, that's why I'm like, I don't know if I want to move. I'm like, if we want to move, because he he does just want to like pack up all of our shit quit his job and just move somewhere else but that's the only thing is that he has a very good job right now making very good money and if we moved anywhere else it would have to be we're either living in a crack house if it's like a state like i'd love to live in like washington seattle like Mm -hmm. or you know i don't know i'd love to like I don't know. You I just want to go think everywhere that until you go there. I, That's like knowing you. I really don't think that you would. Okay, Maybe what do you think? Outside town, like a very suburban area, but still. Okay, tell me where you think I should live. Well, see, this is the difference: living on East Coast versus West Coast. On West Coast, everyone is like very much the main character of their own life. Like, mm-hmm. they don't care about connecting with others. You, like, you don't exist to other people. Yeah. When you go in public, you feel very free to be yourself because you know no one's judging you because no one cares about you. Everyone's, like, doing their own thing. You don't have those, like, friendly encounters and, like, 
those like meaningful exchanges with people and passing by or things like that. Yeah. People are more accepting of you, but people are also a lot different in the sense of like the variety of people that you meet is just like so bizarre. So it's kind of fun. It's, it's kind of hard to find people that you gravitate to because like everyone's so from like different backgrounds and like, it's just hard to find people that you relate to. I'm not saying but different backgrounds is a different thing, but like, the spectrum of morals and the spectrum of like just like underlying beliefs is just like so different. Yeah. And so, and I'm not saying that it's better here. I just noticed living here on the East Coast, I appreciate the like slow paced, like peaceful, calm. Like I just want. Oh hi! You made it. Your internet's <laughs> back on. Yay! You can't oh, hear. I can't hear. Oh no. We can't hear you either. Oh, oh okay. I can hear better. Okay, we're we're talking right now about packing up, moving, where to live, and she is explaining to me the difference of living on the West Coast to living on the East Coast now. So keep going. Well, so what I was saying, though, is just like, I feel like California, it's kind of like the dream yeah, if you want to like fulfill like that main character, like quest, like purpose, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? If you're going there alone, I would not want to raise a family there. That's the difference for me. Okay. Um, like, it's very good for like finding your sense of identity and like who you are and what you believe because you're exposed to all of those things. Yeah. Like, probably the first time in your life, a lot of times when you come from smaller places. So that's what it did for me is like outside of my kids and family help me just like figure out who I am, what's important to me, like to accept other people. And like, cause you see how much you vibe with these people that are all different than you and like mm-hmm. think completely different than you. And so it definitely opens up your mind a lot more and there's a lot of lessons to be learned there. But for the chapter that I'm in, like as a mother and wanting to be like meet my potential in my own life, like I've mastered that past path of like self-identity now I know who I am and Mm -hmm. so living on the east coast gives me like a fresh canvas in like a really small peaceful place to kind of like build my life based off of the principles that I found while I was there dang yeah so I mean overall it was great to live both places but for long term I would definitely choose to stay like I love the south I never thought that I would love living in the south Coming from the Midwest, though, it's like an upgrade yeah. to the Midwest, but it's still really nice. Yeah, that's where I'm thinking, <laughs> but well, I want I, lots of South. We're talking, Emily, about how, like, be living in a state that's completely illegal. Like, she lives in North Carolina, and it's oh my God, recreational. Oh, my God, there. They're yeah. medically, Criminal they're medically though, right? No, they're not. Go to prison over really? Because I don't think they are. Because my, because I was just at that wedding in South Carolina and they live in North Carolina and they said, cause he has stage four cancer. And I thought and it, that, that he was using cannabis while we were there. And he stated that he had, um, sorry, I can hear myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, he stated that he had his medical card because I was asking and. That's kind of how we got into the conversation. Did you just Google it? 
Huh? I saw you on your phone. It's still criminalized here. It's not medically legal here yet. Like really? Okay, then I don't know what they were talking. I mean, I guess they use it illegally then. Um, (laughs) but that's fine. I just thought this. That's I mean, whatever. Eventually, hopefully, it gets. I don't know even know why it's not federally legal. But that's exactly like what we were talking about because my husband. We were just, like I said, we were just in South Carolina. I had the worst experience in North Carolina. I wanted to tell Mary about this on the podcast. Honestly, God, I don't even know what town we were in. It was, I was in this McDonald's. And, oh my God, this woman. Okay, I am not, I, I do not judge anybody for their race, their weight, mm-hmm. their where they come from. You know me. I judge people on their character. But this fat, white trash Gap tooth, old ass, piece of fucking shit, fucking was cussing out this black woman behind the counter, and she had the audacity because the dumbass fucking man that she was with ordered wrong on, do you know how you walk up and you have to do it your fucking self? Yeah, so I'm sorry, I'm going, this is the first time you're meeting me, and I'm going on a rampage, but literally, no, I'm, I'm still shaking, it. I'm literally still shaking talking about it because that's how bad it was. Oh, let me calm down. So, yeah. So, I was in the McDonald's. So, I walk in and all of a sudden I hear this yelling. And this man's like, my food's cold. And I'm like, okay, here we go. And so, apparently, what had happened was he ordered on the, like, you walk up and order inside by yourself. And he ordered, the woman wanted the big breakfast with hotcakes. Well, he only ordered the big breakfast. Now, apparently, that became the people's fault that worked there. And so, they had a full on fucking tantrum and they had a 12 13 year old little girl with them fucking canine looking bitch oh no don't get me started on this little girl i will cuss her fucking out you have no you haven't even heard the first of it okay all right so anyway so anyways yeah so she's fucking recording that like her parents thinking this is hilarious looking at me she's gonna fucking laugh she's recording it she's recording her own parents acting a fucking fool in mcdonald's and you're going like, to see this on TikTok. You're going to be. Oh, my God. I hope we like do. Because then I'll have my own story because I'm pissed off about it. And so, oh, my God. So, yeah. So, she's recording her parents all giggling and laughing like it's fucking funny. And then there's other old wrinkly white Santa Claus woman looking bitch in the corner fucking going like she slammed because the woman came up and was so pissed off that she slammed her big breakfast down on the counter and said, my face cold. I don't want this no more. I want my hotcakes. And so then the woman said, the old woman over there was like, I would have thrown in her face. And I said, no, I was just shaking my head. Like, absolutely not. Like, that's not how you So I'm just growing heated by the fucking second. And I'm like, if one of these patrons fucking have a conversation with me, I'm about to pop off because I'm about to, I'm like literally shaking in this moment. And so then we're leaving and this woman actually gives me the opportunity. And she looks at me with big old eyes like this. She's like, like, what do you think? And she's looking at me, and she, I'm like, bitch, you gave me the opening. And they're sitting right there still yelling and yapping and fucking running their mouths because the woman behind the counter was like, y'all about to get up out of here with all this yelling. And I was like, damn right. And so then so I'm walking out because I got my food because I needed to get out of that fucking place. Oh, my God, I was so pissed off at that point. So I'm leaving, and the woman looks at me. and this She's a white woman. She looks at me big-eyed. I didn't know what side she was on, but I knew which side I was on. And so I looked at, and the other people, like the people causing the ruckus were like sitting down, I guess, because their fat asses couldn't stand up anymore. So anyway, they're sitting there. 
And um, I, she like looked at me and I looked over and I go, yeah, they're fucking rude. And I was like, oh, I forgot what else I said. I black out at that moment. And I started, <laughs> and so she looks at me and she realizes, I guess I'm talking shit about her. And she goes, I'll just shut up, you fucking bitch. And I'm like, it's fucking McDonald's. It's not a five store fucking restaurant, asshole. And so I leave and I run out. And so then. I get in the car and Brian already sees the look on my face and he is fucking hung over as fuck right now. Like he does not want to deal with this shit at all. So I get in the car and he can see that I'm all fucking riled up. No. And so they hop into their fucking minivan. You know, they dent that like They ride that little dented tan mobile around, you know, because that's all they can fucking ride in. Good lord. Anyway, so they get in it and they're flicking me off and they're fucking and yelling and she's the little girl still recording me off, like oh yeah great parenting great parenting bud yeah your guys are doing a great fucking job and so they're still Dude. looking me off right this isn't even the end of the story what yes and so me and brian are pulling out of this fucking mcdonald's about to leave we're literally in north carolina we only pulled over to get food at this point and so we're driving and he's like i gotta get gas and I'm still shaking at this point because oh, you know no. how things get to me. Like when I like go off, like when I, I don't pop off very often, but I don't do well with the whole bystander. Like I just can't, like I hate it. I don't do well with it. Like speak up, stop letting these people act this way. But in this case, I probably should have kept my fucking mouth closed because these bitches were crazy. And so we pull up to the gas station, right? And not to mention, this is like two to three miles down the fucking road. We go into a gas station. So I walk in and I go get water because I'm also hung over at this point. So I go get water and I go inside and I pay. And all I hear behind me is, ain't you that woman that cussed out my mama back at McDonald's? And I'm like, oh, fuck, no, this isn't happening. So I just smile and I look at the cashier and she's like, you have a great day, sweetheart. And I go, you too. And so then I keep walking. She goes, oh, you got nothing to say now? And I look back, I'm like, little girl, don't you, don't you start, little girl. And so her parents are clearly out there. And so then the, the dad goes like, isn't that that woman back in McDonald's? And she goes, I don't think it's that bitch. And then Brian's hearing all of this because he's standing outside pumping gas. And so I look over and I'm still grinning and I'm laughing because like this is fucking hysterical at this point like I'm done talking I said my piece I called you all the names I needed to you heard what I had to say and so then I get into the car but I can hear the little girl running out mom that's that woman mama that's that woman and so then I get into the car and I just like I have the windows cracked so I can still hear them bitching and running their mouths so then Brian's still pumping gas. And you know, Brian's a big dude. Like, my husband's a pretty, pretty big fucking dude. Like, he really, he's pretty anticipating. And he's, he's got a face that he's just like, like a bodyguard. Like, you really just don't want to, like, you, he's not approachable. He does have say bodyguard vibes. Doesn't he have bodyguard vibes? Like, you just don't want to approach this guy. So, oh my God. And so Brian's standing there, and he, they're just running their mouth. And he's standing there. And so he popped his arm out. Like, like he puts his hand in his back pocket, acting like he's got a piece on him. Oh, and he's Jesus staring like, through this little girl. And he's like staring through this child. Because like at this point, the parents are just going off. And he knows that they're fucking crazy. And they're not going to shut up. But all of a sudden, he says, this little girl just goes, Mama, stop. 
Mama, stop. Mama, seriously, stop. <laughs> and so then we just get in the car and we drive away. But oh my God, what a fucking experience that was. And Brian, I'm like, because we were talking about wanting to move up there one day. Fuck that shit. I refuse. Oh, that experience alone. Don't generalize North Carolina. I can't help it. I will never go back to that area in my fucking life. Where, what area was it? I don't know. I'll have to ask Brian, but I literally said, never take me to this area ever again. I have PTSD now. Like, oh well, my God. See, that's one of the things that I was telling Mary about, like, California, is that nobody, like, interacts with anybody. Yeah. You're just there. People don't give a fuck about you. It's, like, very much nobody cares what you're doing. You could be outside making a music video. You could be, like, literally. Yeah, and, I love that. They're in their own world. Like, a smoking crack on the street. And people are like, oh, cool. Like, nobody cares. And here, I've met it, the same experience where I've connected with more people in both ways, like, positive and negative. Yeah, like I constantly am getting into fights and screaming matches with people here, like all the time. But I kind of live for it because oh, I know I'm a very nice person, and I like overall choose like peace and kindness and like choosing the right thing and and like biting my tongue, being a peacemaker, using my words to encourage people and inspire people instead of tearing them down. Mm -hmm. But the second a motherfucker tries me, I have this rage that like is just totally matched. And I'm like, just, just give me the opportunity because I will deliver karma directly to your fucking face yeah. right yes. now. Clearly the universe <laughs> sent me this so that I can deliver a message. Yes. Oh yes. 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 And then like, for example, I was at Sam's club the other day and my four-year-old son is autistic, but he has done so good. Like it used to be anywhere we would go. He was gone, like no limits, no bounds, wasn't afraid of anything, like constantly chasing this kid through parking lots yeah. and things like that. Well, we're at Sam's Club and he's holding onto the cart while I'm putting groceries in my trunk and I'm living for it. He's literally holding onto the cart. So we're practicing being aware of our surroundings and stay close. And this lady is flying through, which I didn't even say anything. Like, my kids, I'm watching my kid. He's in my care. You do your thing. If you're flying through the parking lot, that's not my business. But it scares her because she didn't see him holding onto the cart. So she slams on her brakes and then lays on her horn right in front of his face in the parking lot when he's literally just standing there holding onto the cart. So I turn around and I was like, Honk at my kid again and I will fucking kill you. <laughs> get the fuck out of your car right now. And she was like, get your kid out of the fucking middle oh of the street. Dude, and I was like, you're in a parking street. lot, bitch. Slow the fuck down. Yeah, out. exactly. This is, it doesn't matter if he was literally darting across yeah. the parking lot. You need to be aware of your fucking surroundings. Yeah. Literally going that fast in the right first now. place. Yeah. What the fuck? Off. Okay, I wouldn't have said anything about you speeding if you weren't laying on your horn in my kid's face in the middle of a parking lot when he's not even doing anything wrong. Literally, nothing so, wrong. You, exactly. what the fuck? Other than I being know. a kid. Yeah, I mean, he's really poor. Like, it doesn't even matter if he, I don't care if he full on was sprinting. Exactly. The Slow the fuck you down. You don't speed in a parking yeah. lot. People are going to be pulling store. out, like, and yeah. and there's so many people that are pushing carts, and there's old people. Exactly. Exactly. So don't even try me. And that was what I was saying. Clearly, the universe wanted me to deliver that message to you. Yeah. Don't I, be a I love you so much. I yeah. literally see TikToks of like Karens all the time, and I'm like, God, yes. please put me in 
like those situations because I will own a bitch. Like I got into it with my neighbor the other couple weeks ago. I used oh to be my friends. I got into it with my neighbor the other day. I used too. to be friends with We've this gotten bitch. into it with our neighbors too. <laughs> Well, like, I used to be friends with this girl. Like, we, well, like, see, this is the type of girl I think she makes friends way too quick and, like, way too intensely. So we were friends, and then it ended very badly. Very badly. Like, she ended, she's fucking nuts. And so then she also ended bad relationship with another neighbor that's kind of, like, a friend mm. of mine now. And so there's so, a pattern. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes, literally. And also, oh, yeah, she moved out. And then this dude moved in. And then she moved back in with this dude, but she left with this other dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my this God. Girl, so, yeah, she has, a, she has a pattern. Let's just say that. The bitch is crazy. Yeah. She's fucking nuts. So, on this one day, it, I mean, like I said, it was probably my fault. I am very loud. And I am very open. And I'm very, like, when I meet people, like, I sometimes just, like... Oh, you're oversharing yes, this, like, yes, way too many yes, details. Yes. Yes. Too. There, yeah, there's no boundaries. Oh, All man. three of us. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> but then, me and Mary talked about this because, like, when I first met my other neighbor, the one I like, I was like, oh, my God, Mary, I am so fucking weird. I was like, why did I do this? Why? I know. Every time I talk, every time I literally meet anyone, I'm like, why the fuck are you Yes. Literally. Yes. And I was so embarrassed, and I was like, you know what? But me and Mary talked about it. I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, if she does like me, she likes me. That, me exactly. Least. You know yeah. what? And I was completely honest. And that's the part. So we were on her back porch, and this bitch is her neighbor, right? Like next door neighbor. We live in townhouses, but we have like uh, barriers in between our decks, like this, like like six foot barriers. So you can't see. But apparently, her windows, yeah, her windows were open, and so me and. The girl, the my the neighbor, we were talking and comparing notes about this girl because you know what the funny part is? If she didn't talk shit about me to this neighbor first, then I would have nothing to compare to. So the only yeah. thing that makes me so I told the truth. And she's like, Well, that's funny. And I also show text messages and I love that part. She like, came in with the up. receipts. I always have my receipts. I always have my facts straight. You ain't gonna ever call me a fucking liar because I always have my shit together. So because I don't play around because I know my heart and I think that's also like a character test for myself because I always want to make sure that like I didn't misread a situation and like I actually yeah. fucked Being up. aware of Yes, I try to be self-aware as much as I can. And so we were talking and she's like, no, bitch. She's like, she told me, she's like, she's told like all these awful things. Like I am very insecure about my home and I have a really hard time. I have ADHD. I have a really hard time keeping it clean. I'm very self-conscious about it. So I invited this girl over my old neighbor, the bitch. And let's just call her Icky Vicky because that's what she reminds me of. So, you know, Icky Vicky from Fairy Odd Parents? Yeah, everyone knows her. Yes. Yes, just picture that bitch. So, Icky Vicky. So, I invited her over with her demonoid child. And I, like, watched this kid multiple times. And then she had the audacity to say to this other neighbor that I'm so dirty and I keep my house so like, bitch, I watched your house multiple times while you were getting plowed at your house. I don't want to hear it. So, fuck up. for money. Not so for money. So, I, like I said, she ain't going to listen to this show. I don't give a fuck. See, so, but that's the thing. 
interesting though when when you hear the way that oh other yeah people, like talk about you or other people yes and once you get to know them and you see the perspective it's coming from mm -hmm. then everything makes sense like all of the yes. puzzle pieces just start clicking together and yeah. you're like oh you're saying my house is dirty because you're insecure yeah about this and this and this and you feel the need to pull me down yeah. to like if that's all she had to say field, yeah yeah you know like if yeah and then she also said that like i caused her child to be bad like i like that's the part that cracked me the fuck up because like she would apologize profusely about her child in the way because he would put his hands on my child and he was so much younger than him and she would always apologize but then all of a sudden i turned your kid back gaslighting you yeah she literally well this is the thing about that is like if you're ever in a situation where someone's house is dirty not not adequate for what you believe your child's environment should be or if that person's a bad influence on your child that's causing your child to act a certain way or whatever if, if there was truth in those statements then where, why, would you be my why are you allowing your child to be in that situation exactly and that's why actually like, why i ended the friendship because i said why would you say those things to somebody that you want to be a friend with i said i don't think i can be your friend if i can't be around your child so and this is where yeah. I, think she, I said i said thank you for this friendship and i was very nice and i said i always i said i love you and i'm very sorry and she was like yeah, you would say that because you're the only one who benefited from the friendship. And I was like, okay. Wally, you watch her child so that somebody can fuck her? For money? Yes. Oh, for money? For oh, money. I mean, yeah, no shade, no shade, no shade at all. No shade at all. No shade at all. No shade at all. But you're but literally. But she's also the a very big hypocrite. She was benefiting. She was getting paid. But let me tell you what, she's a hypocrite. Because she had yeah. the audacity, so look, that's what I was getting to. That's why I call her a hypocrite, and I only said that because I'm saying this. So she heard me and the girlfriend comparing notes and me telling the truth, and why would you feel so guilty? Why would you get so mad if I, if I only, if I, if I told the truth? You're only you know? speaking the guilty truth. Guilty conscience. Love a guilty conscience. So anyways, here's the story. So she lives past me. Um, so like I live here, she looks past me. So um you have to drive in and it's just a straight drive. So she was driving out, I was driving in, so we're facing each other. I pulled in really, really quick to my spot so that way they could go because like there was no way they could go around me. So I zoomed in my spot real quick and I saw as I passed by she's flicking me off. And I'm like, oh, Oh, okay, you want to flick me off, so I get out the car and I slam the door, and it all goes black. So I, I just remember screaming, like, where the fuck do you expect me to go, you dumb motherfucking bitch? And I was like, blah, 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 blah. and then she got out the car, and I don't remember a word. I literally cannot recall one word that this dumb bitch said, because all I remember is just screaming at her. But then I do remember walking away, like, you dumb fucking bitch. And I just walked away. So, um, but I was like, why would you get so hostile? But then we learned that my the good neighbor, her husband overheard Icky Vicky talking to her now boyfriend saying that uh, she overheard what we were saying and she doesn't care about two bitches that have no jobs. Oh, okay. That's why I got pissed off about the fucking popping pussy for money situation because you ain't gonna sit there and say I have no fucking job and you can't even keep one and that's what you do on the low low. I don't do that on the low low and that's fine if you do that on the low low but I don't so don't judge me bitch. I stay home with my child every fucking day and we got something coming in the works and she used to my fucking candles so I don't want to fucking eat her. 
Oh my god. Anyways, that's I thing. would just like to say that this has turned into a not more than a mom. But we're getting to it. We're getting to it. We are oh this is god. also this is also what we kind of talked about. We said it wasn't gonna stay on mom topic, but this is also what moms deal with. Do we not? Do we not I mean, we need to be confrontational? Yeah, my mom friendships, like the toxic mom friendships that I've had. Yes. So there we go. That's kind of a topic. Okay, yes. Here. Yes. So topic. Bitch, yeah. we got this. We're close. We're, we're <laughs> Sorry, you circling, circling back. We are here, babes. We're here. Back. We'll edit in the beginning and we'll just pretend like we're rolling into it, okay? <laughs> yeah. How... We've, we've hit points. We knew how this was going to go. We there was going to be a lot of A ramble. There's no problem with that. Truly. No, for real though. Yes. experience really toxic friendships as like a mom I think it, living in California this this first girl I, I struggled for like two years living there not having any friends just staying home yeah because of that and I had such good friends like from back home that there was just no quality relationship that compared to that yeah. so I just didn't have any interest in meeting new people mm-hmm. because I knew that I was never going to have that connection right away and I yeah. didn't want to do the whole like small talk. It's almost like dating. Talk. It's like yeah. dating. It is so yeah. weird. It's it is. So weird. It's like and and then also moving to a new state all the way across the country, you have to like meet people online. Like it's yes. like you're online dating for friends. And so it's yes. like how do you even make friends as an adult? It's hard. Woman, it's so that's a conversation in itself. Making friends as an adult woman who's like a young mother yes. is like so difficult. Yes, because people don't know if you want to be their friend if they don't have kids. They're like, well, I don't have kids, so I don't really know how we would be friends. And I'm like, I'm still a person. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) the thing right there. I honestly, so when I first had my kids, my best friend at the time didn't have any kids. Yeah. We moved apart and she had kids while I was gone. So like we both have two boys now. But my favorite thing ever was having her just me and her with the kids like I prefer you not have kids and I know that that's kind of no yeah it's not that I like don't want your kids to be here and all of my friends that do have kids like I love their kids and I have my own relationships with their kids and and it is a bonus and an attribute to have people that have such amazing children to your kids to like grow up with but to have friends that don't have kids is also very important because I'm not trying to have a busload of fucking 17 children every time we run to get yeah. something to eat. You know? yeah. I would rather it be me and you. Yeah. My two kids are being good because there's not overstimulation and like fighting yeah. and toys and like the chaos. Yeah. They get to help you. They get to help you yeah, out. You can, help you can get one of the kids in the car. You can hold one of the kids. Yes. I know that it's not yes. a lot for you, but for me, it's finally like, okay. I'm just chilling with my friend yeah. and like I have a little bit of help but 50% of this is like the other person they get to sit on the same side of the table with you yeah. and, like you get to like my kids are older they're four and seven so they're pretty self-sustainable yeah but before like at any stage having a friend who had no kids is like crucial. I feel that like, I've had that I, yeah I like only wanted to find that but I because of that, like you said, people don't want to be friends with you. Then you feel like you have to settle for these like mom relationships, which are weird because they're not based off of like common interests. 
and like actually being like like you're like only your only you're like thing is that they're a mom and like play and you're like moms together and it's like honestly this is gonna be fucked up but me being a mom is my late my least favorite thing about myself like the most boring we, thing about me is that i'm a mom yeah. Like truly, and I it used to be my highest identity. Same. Like, that was my identity. Yes. We've talked about that this so many times. Every day. I'm a mom, I wake up every day, yes. all I want to do is be a mom, yep. and I'm, I love my kids, and I still feel that yeah. way. But like finding myself and finding the things that I actually like, that I'm actually like passionate about, and that I actually like bring me joy, yes. those are the interesting things about me that I want to make friends exactly. Yep. I don't want to make friends off of the most basic born thing about me that I birthed to yes. children. Yep. Like yes. that's, that's not what I want to have as our common denominator. And so I completely agree with that. But then you settle, like I said, for these friends because of that, because you're just, mom that's the only common, you yep. those toxic situations. Like you were saying where there's insecurities and jealousy and because you don't even oh know. Oh my gosh. Person. Yes. On a deeper level. Yeah. You don't, and so you, they just slowly unravel themselves and reveal Not to mention. To I'm even fun with you. Yeah. I don't even really like you as a person. Oh I just God. tolerate you because like our situations kind of collided. Yes. Yes. In the sense though, everyone's put in your path for a reason. Mm -hmm. And so like those friends are also just as important as the friends that are around for a lifetime because they teach you like. A lot of things. Yes. You, you learn a lot about yourself and a lot about other 100%. people during those fucking weird, crazy, psycho, toxic interactions. Mm -hmm. Because people are crazy. Yeah. I mean, people think I'm crazy for sure. <laughs> like, I know. Because I think I'm insane. I get that. Yeah. But I I also think other people are fucking insane. And I, if our insanes don't, like, match. Yes. <laughs> like, we're not, we're not going to, like, mesh well. And I don't want to keep you around for any longer than your lesson is worth in my life. Yeah. Like that's it. And you, that boundary is clear. You can tell when you hit that point with people where you're like, okay, no, totally. I've, to anything, I've totally hit that point. Like within the past year with friends, like I've had friends who weren't moms and became friends with. And like, that was great. Like, like you said, like they were somebody to help, like somebody to help me and, who didn't care what we were doing. Like we could just be chilling on my couch watching reality TV, you know? And then yeah, they're almost like placeholders in a sense. And I know that that sounds fucked up, but they're crucial for what you need during those times. And, and you are that person for them too. Yeah. The opposite. Yeah. But then I've had to let them go. And it's after they became a parent themselves. And like, I started to realize on a deeper level, like, Oh, we don't actually align as much as I thought we did. And it's not because yeah. she became a mom and that sort of thing. It's just down the, our, our journey and our like path You're of our friendship, like, like more truth. things just started happening where I'm like, okay, I'm becoming this person that I am right now and your the things that you're doing and the way that you act just like isn't aligning but like you said they were an important part in my journey as a person and realizing like my worth in friendships and if that means that we have to like cut ties and just not be friends anymore because we're just not aligning and I don't personally align with you that's okay but I still have love for you and like the things yeah, that we did exactly and like 
Yeah. If they know who you are, then they already know that. Like, they should know that, that that's your intentions and that's, like, where you come from. And people will get offended because when you're, like, a really positive influence in someone's life, whether they acknowledge it or not, and they're no longer benefiting from having you around, they're going to have negative feelings towards you. Yeah. It's going to feel – it's going to hurt them that that you're not – that person for them or that you don't accept them. It feels like you aren't validating them or accepting them as they are. But in reality, it's not that it's that they need to accept themselves. And that's their lesson is that they don't need your approval and your validation. You are on this journey for yourself. You're doing what you think is best for you and what suits you best. And that's what they need to do for themselves. Yeah. That's not to say that your paths will never cross again. Yeah. I have one of my best friends who we got into a fight Um, over our kids, it was like one of those like bullying situations where it was just like, I didn't think, (coughs) excuse me, I didn't think, think things were being addressed properly, but there was no communication and we were really great friends and we loved each other a lot, but because we didn't see eye to eye on parenting, but we didn't want to have those uncomfortable conversations Mm. to like resolve things or whatever. We took, I think almost a year and a half or two years that we didn't talk to each other before we finally reconciled and I was like, listen, I love you and I, I care about you. I want nothing but good things for you. And I just wanted to let you know, I don't like how things ended. And then that same day, she's like, oh my gosh, why did you wait two years? I love you so much and I miss you. And like, I'm so sorry. So like, wow. even then it's not to say that you're never going to ever cross paths again. Like that person is just not going to ever come back into your life. It's just now's not the time. You guys are both doing different things. It's kind of like you were saying with dating, Friendships are a lot like relations, like romantic relationships. You learn things from them. You learn boundaries. Mm -hmm. You learn who you are. You set on your path. Like they're pushing you towards your best self and your ultimate like goal. But part of that is accepting when it's over. Like and accepting when it's no longer serving you. Not everybody understands that, and it doesn't change that it hurts. I mean, it probably hurts for both people. But when you're looking at it from like a bigger perspective, it's just one of those things that you have to accept. Yeah. And just it truly is it like a heartbreak. Like literally it like like, it is. like creeping on their their social medias and like yeah, keeping it, tabs. Oh, like what are you up to? <laughs> yeah. I would have to use my husband's Instagram to like go look at pictures of her kids like on their birthdays and stuff because I I did love Yeah. That. Yeah, that's also the part I wanted to talk about as well, is like the kids missing each other like I literally was next door neighbors to this girl and the kids really didn't understand why we couldn't play with them anymore and they missed each other and the same goes for my other friends that I had and like their kids and it's just it breaks your heart and you're watching them break their own heart and I've had I have girlfriends that where I used to live um I live in a different place now but I still like these girlfriends I've had since high school and they do not, none of them have children. Um, yeah. None of them are married. Um, I love them to death. I talk to them all the time. We're planning a girl's trip. So they're great influences on that part of my life. Um, they listen. So I love you guys. The Shout best. out. I know that you guys love my kids. Um, very, very much. They came to my baby shower since they were great. Um, unfortunately, distance does play a very big part. Yeah. So yeah that's That's unfortunate yeah my best friends all live across the country too and it's so hard because like even mary i consider mary one of my like literal best friends we talk on a daily basis she's the person i've had the longest snapchat streak with we're always (laughs) best friends on like everything um 
but literally we've never met in person before. And like, it's just one of those things where like when you connect with people, those are the people that like, like keep you, yeah. you know, in, 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 like in the sense of like the best friends that I've had since I was younger, um, they, I, I know that they're lifelong best friends. It almost makes you more secure in yourself as a person when you like have those people yeah. because they're like the baseline and you don't have to accept the like surface level yes. friendships just out of like being lonely. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even though they're so far away and you don't get those daily interactions, you still get like the support and encouragement and like good vibes and good energy and good ideas. And like all of those things are still being like poured into you, but from, from far away, I have my best friend, I, I consider all of my friends, like anyone who I consider a friend in my brain is my best yeah. friend. Yeah. Yeah. I don't literally room. You I friends. love them. Like right. I love yep. them. Like uh, I no, will I die for you. Like, yeah, it's either it's either we're not <laughs> yeah. yes. Like, yes. 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 You, yes. yes. That's right how we die. are. Yes. Or like you're literally Mary, the love of my life. Didn't I send you? I sent Mary something on TikTok that like was very similar to that. Do you remember what I said? I, I don't send remember. you so many things. I, I don't remember, but probably, but yes, but, that's how I am. I <laughs> yes. like have very few like friends, but they're all, you're all my besties. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't. And it's like, and it's like, there's no order. Exactly. Like, the hierarchy. Or, like there's no, cause everyone's. You have a relationship yes. with each like, of them differently. People. Each of them differently. Yeah. They all see a different part yes. of me and they all accept a different part of me and they all like bring out a different It's like when you go to a so wedding like, and you meet all the people from this person's life, like all the different stages. Yeah. Like you met this person in that part of your life. You met this person yes. in the yes. beginning of your life. You met this person. Like it's so incredible to hear the stories. And that was my favorite 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 part about this weekend was I was able to hear all of my husband's stories from high school and listen to oh, like yeah. he knows this guy like it was incredible to hear all these it was I loved it so much and so yeah like, I, that's I love that part and that's why I love my girlfriends like they know me and my one girlfriend I text and like I she knows me and like she I I will tell her if I make a decision like am I a bad person because yeah. I have a very hard time trying to like be perspective wise and I'm like and she, I know that she is like that she like baseline gonna be she's honest. my yeah like, she's like my yeah she reads like yeah she knows and we're very very honest with each other like this person like she's the person who's gonna go through my uh and you know search history like, yeah yeah she's yeah, yeah. deleting she, shit that's one of the things about female relationships that's so underrated when I was like a young mom I put so much emphasis on romance and like oh my god yes having that perfect marriage and then the older you get the more you fall in love with your friends like head over fucking heels in love soulmates yeah like like my best friend I drive an hour one way to see her probably four or five days a week and so I spend literally 10 hours in the car a week just so that we can go get coffee together or so that we can grab lunch because when we're together, we're like kids again. It's like we never want time to end and we like just have so much fun and we're constantly laughing and like yes, literally you're grab lunch because when we're together, we're like kids again. It's like we never want time to end and we like just have so much fun and we're constantly laughing and like Yes, your cheeks hurt. Yes. Yeah, your cheeks hurt, and you're just like, your abs, like, I miss you so much. 
Like, I don't want to stop being yes. silly. You like, feel like a little kid again. Like, you're not a It's bringing you're not out your inner mom. child. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, so, it, exactly. yeah. It gives yeah. you identity outside. So that's why we mom. need those you're friends, like, like you said. Crazy. We need those yeah. friends that don't have kids. Like, we love the friends that, like, do you, like, we want you to come with us with the friends that don't have kids. Like, does that make yeah. sense? Like, we want y'all to come with us without right? trying. Yeah, like, come yeah. on. <laughs> Well, my, my best friend and I, once a week on Fridays, we both have off. So we will take the kids to daycare or school and we'll go hang out for the day. I love that. And that's like our whole week is based off of it. What are we doing? And it's like that living so far away for five years, like I said, I had those like placeholder surface level friendships that kind of like developed my character and like I had fun with them, like lots of fun times, Mm -hmm. but when you're when you're with those people that like you really fucking connect with on like a deeper level yeah. it just like it's like almost like you've hit a milestone it's like a reward you're like this is the life this is what i've spent these years building this relationship like this is i'm going to spend the rest of my life laughing with this person and i just absolutely adore them and like you think nothing but good things about them yeah and it's funny because you'll see with those people that you feel that way about and you have that connection with it. it's like underlying and unspoken. You don't even really need to put words to it. But then you'll watch them have friends come into their life mm. that are the placeholder surface level people. And you'll spot it mm. from a mile away because you're loving them from an outside perspective. And you feel genuinely like all I want for you is the best. And like you're my my person. And I'm not jealous of you. I'm not insecure. Mm-hmm. But then they'll have those friends in that come in and they're like, just like very sus and like very you're they're questionable they're insecure like they're very i don't know they give off this energy that's like i don't know if they want to be you if they want something from you if they're obsessed with Mm -hmm. you if they're just like what it is but you can spot it from a mile away and i'm straight up with my friends i'll i'll tell them like um i'll be nice to your friend when they're around me because i love you and i respect you and i don't want to make things weird but i don't (laughs) yes like i I literally don't fuck with them on a okay. date. Okay, like, I get. Wait, vibe, I that's how. That. No, I've had, no, I've had people. I've had my best friends say that to me about like people that were in my life. Like I've had my yeah. best friend is like you, like to me being like, yeah, like <laughs> I'll tolerate that this, person, but on my own, I'm not about that. I, I felt that way about a friend best friend's boyfriend where yes, like they've no, done same. the shit with my husband I have they've done the shit to them and like they keep getting back with them and I'm like look because I fucking love you I'm not gonna beat this motherfucking bitch's ass right in front of your face but until you break up with them like until that day like so we're cordial and I'll be all right with them in person but that day that we packed up when I had to get her I literally moved this girl out of this man's fucking house like she called me and she i love this girl to death like she's my ride or die we had a falling out unfortunately she's a really cool girl um i wish her the best but she was dating this dude very 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 toxic dude i hated him so fucking much he was such an ass to her like borderline abusive yeah controlling cheated on her just such a dick and so she was leaving him and so she needed to go get her shit and she's like can you come with me and i was like absolutely i'm like let's get in the truck so we got in my car and i drove her to his place and she's like i'm gonna go in first i'm like you got 15 fucking minutes and i said if you are not back here in 15 minutes i'm coming in 
I said, leave the door unlocked. And she said, okay. And so I waited 15 minutes and I went in after 15 minutes and he had her pinned up against the wall. Mm. And I said, get your fucking hands off of her right now. And he's fucking cussing me out. Yo, bitch. I said, Sam, I'm like putting my hand in his fucking face. He's six foot two. And I'm like putting my hand in his, I'm five foot two. Putting my hands in his fucking face, like trying to shut him the fuck up. And I'm like, actually, I was a pretty big girl at this time. And I'm like, Sam, get your shit and get the fuck out. We're leaving now. And I mean, she's getting her stuff crying. And he's just running his mind. He's like, I don't want to push both you down the stairs. And I'm like, and you'll catch a case. And you'll catch a case. So I'm like, go ahead. So then I'm like, Sam, let's fucking go. And so she grabbed her shit. And he's just running his mouth some more. And just calling her all these names. And saying he fucked all these people. And I'm like, good for you, buddy. And your tiny little dick. And so then we left. And um, I'm like, you ever? I said, I looked in her face. I said, you date him again? I said, I will not be your friend. I said, I love you. I said, but I can't do this. And, and I said, she? I can't watch yeah. you do this to you. And she did. And I said, I, and I wasn't friends with her. I said, until you guys break up, I said, then I'll be your friend. Well, you're putting yourself in like yeah. your own safety yeah. and your own like. And I had a child at that, that time. Point. Yeah. And I did, but I loved that girl yeah. to death. And so they did end up breaking up and thankfully, um, but we ended up, it just, it was a, I, like I said, I love that girl. I just ended in a really bad place. I was getting married and I just felt like at that you point. You didn't align. Like, you weren't I aligning. Needed, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you weren't, exactly. you don't like, align anymore. Earlier. Yeah. She's you a don't. mom now and she has a little boy. And I actually really hope one day we do reconnect because she yeah. lives close to me. So that actually would be pretty cool. And she smokes as well. I don't know if she does anymore. I mean, girl. But I know. Like, what do they I, call the olive branch? You can uh, reach out. I'm yeah. just so bad at making friendships because, like, my own mental health is so fucked. Yeah. I feel like I reach out a lot and I want to still commit, but you know how, like, my health issues are so unpredictable right now. Yeah. I don't want to be a bad yeah. friend. And I feel well, so bad about I've it. I've learned that just sending an encouraging yeah. text or, like, just, like, acknowledging things that you've done and, like, validating people's feelings, like, even if it's just kind of you taking the L – that has served me so many times because your pride and your ego will stand in the way of like so many like valuable connections with people. And so if you really feel that way, yeah, like even if you're not getting super deep or you're like not trying to hang out with her or anything, just like a text to her to like, I was thinking of you. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here. Hope you're doing well. Well, just because yeah, I'm sitting here thinking well. because I'm like, do I really want to? And <laughs> I sat here and I'm like, I do because I actually unfollowed her on Facebook because it hurt my feelings so much watching her be in other friendships. And I'm like, so I'm like, Girl. actually, I probably should reach out. Girl, like, you yeah. we're giving you our unqualified advice and telling you. How did this happen? How did this happen? How did this? Because what if she does like, like Brandolin's friend did and yeah. was like, why did you wait this many years to do this? Like. I, yeah and and you know what sucks about that was so that friend lived in california and she moved a week after i reached out to her back to ohio so we had one week the kids hadn't seen each other in two years and they were best oh. friends they like the same situation where they missed each other they got to see each other that week we had dinner together we hung out every single wow. day that week before they yeah. moved 
And then they live in Ohio where we're from, so we still get to see them. And I still talk to them, like, on a daily basis. But you feel like that time is gone yeah. from you because, like, you could have been making memories and, like... I know. I get having, that because I yeah. missed her wedding and she's married this guy that she... It was so cute because when we were friends, they were best friends. And Aww. I she had the biggest crush on him. And he was, like, not really... He's like, we're just friends. I don't want to ruin that. And then she dated other people and he dated other people. And then all of a sudden... They got together and we weren't friends anymore, but they ended up getting together. See, and she probably wants to Girl, be Girl, like, I can just see your face lighting up talking about her, though. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. It's not like we haven't talked in between that. We definitely have. Like, she asked me to do her makeup. I said yes. I think we lost contact. So I think it was just like, once again, I have also, I will, like, like I said, I will take the L. I have been dealing with my own mental health and my own issues. And maybe I, like I said, and she was busy too. So maybe it's both. We just have to acknowledge and we have to, we actually did, we made plans to get together. And that's when she told me she was pregnant and she wanted to reschedule. And then once again, we never did. So it's kind of like we have, we've been in touch. So it's not like we haven't been like talking, like we've been in touch. We just haven't made the chance to see okay. each other. Yeah. Anyways, well, let's flip the switch. I don't want this to be Emily's <laughs> Let's talk like, about I don't the time like that Brandilyn well, Mushroom. I was going to say, I, I noticed that as with my husband as well, what we were talking about before, like when he'll have friends over, that I can tell, like, don't fuck with him. Like, like this is the number one comment that gives it away to me. When, when I make dinner, I always am, like, have hospitality for everyone. I love to have people over. And he'll have people come over to the house from work or from the gym that he meets or whatever. And I always make sure to just kind of, like, mm-hmm. evaluate kind of how they interact with me, how they interact with him. Mm-hmm. I want to say this. When people refer to – these are red flags. When people refer to me as your wife and not my mm-hmm. actual name. Like, when they say, your wife's in the kitchen or blah, blah, blah. Like I have a name. If, you have an, if I've said my name to you and I have – you know my name and we've talked and we've spoke to each other, I'm – you're my name like you're not you don't need to call me his wife thank yeah. you we know that's my role but like I'm a person so you can talk to me like I am one um but when people say that number two when they always like I'll make dinner I always have a straggler that will hang by in the kitchen when no one else is around and say man I hope that one day I can find me a wife that's as amazing as you <laughs> Every single time it never fails. I always get that. And I'm always like, thanks. Like, I I know what your intention is. I know what seed you're trying to plant. Like, it's very obvious, very clear. You don't actually fuck with my husband. Like, you're clearly benefiting from this situation. You are here because you like, you want to be like him, not because you actually like Mm -hmm. him. And so, like, I can make all of these observations of you based off of, like, just the subtle things that you say and the way that you, like, interact with me. And so, I mean, that goes for friendships and, like, relationships as well. Like, the way people act and the way the perspective that people give off, it totally gives you. You can read it, like, exactly what they want from you and what they think Mm -hmm. about you. And I used to have my my rose-colored glasses on with people and so I wouldn't notice that and Emily always says like you know I'm just too (laughs) trusting and I'm naive well we can say the old me 
But yeah, I would have my rose colored glasses on with people and just like I think Mary's like a fixer. Like Mary wants to see the best in people. And I think Mary wants to always like try to make them see the best in themselves. And she wants to be honest. And I think that people don't like honesty, but Mary's not saying it because she wants to hurt your feelings. Mary's saying it because she loves you and wants to see you do the best that you can. Is that kind of the vibe? I think people, this is my thing. I used to be like that as well. And I hit this turning point where there's, there comes a point in your journey when you are like goodness, light, love, and you have to accept the duality of it. Yeah. You have to accept some people are shit. no, yeah, totally. Like, yeah. Some, people some people are awful. Some people are literal fun. Yeah, and you just have to accept people for what they are and stop trying to make people because they'll resent you for it. Yeah. It doesn't matter how fucking bright you shine or how truthful and honest and like how inspiring that you are. Some people will resent yeah. you for that. The same way that you resent them for being negative and for being like yeah. dark or having that like shadow, like the same way that you want to pull that out of people, they resent you for the light. They're like, this hurts to have someone shining so brightly on all of the things about myself that I, that I display that I don't necessarily like or align with that people don't want to acknowledge those things about themselves. Yeah, And so you push people away by encouraging them. Because they're not at that point in their journey yet where they're ready to accept that. They're still in their shadow phase, in their yeah. shadow period. So you have to, like, accept people for, like, exactly what like, they yeah. are, where they're at in their journey, and stop they're, trying to, yeah. like, change or manipulate people. See, and, and like, I feel like I just, was like, like that. trying to see the best and then just see them for what they are. I feel like I was like that, and with particular some particular people, like, I was okay with that, but it was a matter of like when people are not being honest with you anymore and they're starting to lie about like, that's where I come in with a, "Eh, no, like I don't fuck with lying. I don't fuck with lying in friendships. And if that's what you think that you need to do to be at peace with yourself about things, that's fine. But I have no judgments towards anybody. I don't judge the things that you choose to do. And if you're sitting here doing things and you want to lie about it to me because you have some belief that I'm going to judge you in any type of way, even though I'm not like, that's where I have a problem with. Like, if you can't trust me with your, I, I would understand. I understand and accept so many things. Like even like the darkest, deepest shit about people. I yeah. It. Like everyone has their shit, you know. So like the fact that you have to hide it and like lie to me about it. I like, am the like, complete number yeah. one. I would have been fine if you would have just said it. But the fact that you're showing me that your character is to be a liar, then like what even is this here? You just you're just putting on a mm-hmm. face for me. You're just putting on like a pretend person when you're around me. What's the point in even being? Like, a, like friends with you if you're not oh even well that's it that's that was no, my thing I wasn't trying to spread like love and light on them at all like I was literally just kind of like an Emily situation where I'm not going to be friends with you if you're going to be with this particular person or like it was yeah. that sort of thing and um I basically just stated my thoughts on a particular subject and I'm like I don't want to hear about this like I don't want to hear about it anymore and that's that but that doesn't mean that you need to lie to me if you're doing yeah. something or, you know, like you don't need to lie to me. I just don't want to hear you complaining about something that I don't need to hear about anymore. <laughs> well, I think, and that's the thing I've noticed as well. So one of my best friends has this situation with one of her friends 
it's almost like they play sides. It's like they want the approval of their friend because they feel negatively towards Ooh. their partner. And so they like complain about them and they, they want that validation, like, oh, leave. And they, they want that encouragement, like, oh, well, this is, he's a piece of shit. Like, yeah, you're right. I'm hearing you. You're heard. You're validated. But they don't actually have the intentions of leaving their partner. Oh, my God. They, yes. they just want to talk yeah. about them. Oh my and, God. and that's the difference is, like, very clear, like, there's a different way to do that. You, there has to be, like, boundaries. There's a difference between, like, telling your friend, like, oh, my God, my husband just pissed mm-hmm. me the fuck off because he didn't run the dishwasher. Yeah. Like, I'm literally shaking, <laughs> you know, like, and then your friend's like, nobody fucking cares. That doesn't affect how I feel about exactly. the because I don't give a shit about the dishwasher. I'm just letting you vent, making you have a safe space to be, like, feel, feel seen and heard. But then... There's those people that cross that boundary and it's almost like they're asking for advice. They want yes. to know what they should do. They're telling you they're going to do these things. They're telling you they're going to leave and that they're going to break up with this person or they're going to whatever. And then their actions show that they don't feel that way, that they look like they're in love with this person and they're trying to work things out with this person. And like everything on the surface is like just your actions aren't matching up with what you're saying. So that's where the problem is. Like you're either lying to yourself or you're just lying to me and you're aware of it. But either way, I don't want to be friends with someone who puts on a face and just pretends to be a certain way. Like that doesn't have that. There's no problem Mm -hmm. with that. Yeah, totally. I'm yeah. (laughs) I I think just being like the best thing is I think that if I'm your friend, you just need to be as honest and just, expect me that if I'm going to tell you how I feel, it's just because I love you. I'm not trying to hurt you. Exactly. And I expect the honesty from you. So yeah. if you're telling me one thing and doing another, I'm kind of confused because you're, I have now view this person as bad, but now you're in love with this person. Mm-hmm. So I'm only hearing awful things about this person. So it's kind of like, and I care for people so much that it's like, I, that's why I get my heart broken so much with friendships because I hate seeing them hurt, but then I yeah. end up, you know, just, you know, then they can't feel like they can't vent to me because then we fight and it's just like a hard situation, but you want them to vent to you. <laughs> so well, it, it it's gets like, sour when you start having your feelings about their partner and yes, then what, you yes, yes. feel comfortable to say something about the partner and they did not want to hear it that way. Like they're like, like now offended. They now, they're now offended that you don't want to be around their partner. And like, all of this. like Like, you're saying you're going to leave like this. this. (laughs) Like that's what, like I was friends with this one girl and she, like I was really going through something with my partner at the time. And I I was like, I'm going to leave this person. And like, I like was really, really telling this, but she's like, Oh my God, I get it. I'm going through the same thing. And then the next day she'd be like, yeah, I just, we just, you know, I, I was just, I was just mad. And it's like, I like, Oh, that made me so angry. So angry. Cause I just feel like you, that's not, like she just was saying all these, like you were just bitching about your husband. Like that is not the same thing. Like you 
are not in the same boat as and then they're I like, was in oh, that well, moment. your husband, like, you, like, then they start like trying to or flip it on like, you, like, you're just, they're, they're making excuses. No, that's when they start making excuses for the reason why they were fighting with theirs. Like, oh, he was just hungry, or he he was you know, stressed. Like, yeah, like he was just stressed, or I was, I was, I was on my period, and like they start backtracking and making excuses. That's the part that pisses me off. Like, I was honest with you. I told you how I felt, and that's how I still feel. And now I feel like I need to backtrack because God forbid I say something nice about mine, and but I still feel that way. You know, like it's like, yeah. But I still am not taking back what I said. Like, yeah. You, I don't know. It's like a weird situation. Like I don't like that wishwashy stuff. Like if you said, yeah. you said. You're like, I still feel this way. Like, yeah, I, this is still where I stand. I don't like the just excuses. because you're, just because you're now back in love with. Yes, like, yes. You know, like, like y'all made so, up and had sex. Well, that's why. Congratulations. It's like one of those things where it's it's one of those things to me where I saw a tweet once that was like, like if you're a girl and you're not ready to leave him, then like don't go through his phone or something like that. It's like you're gonna get your feelings hurt because like if you're if you're not in a situation where you're just make you're just showing him like basically. That he's his behavior is like that, horrible. That he can do whatever he wants yeah. to do, and that you're gonna stay. That's all you're doing because you're exposing like a situation that's making you unwell, and it's probably gonna happen again. But I mean, they know that you're not gonna get too mad about it because you didn't the last time, you know. So it sets those boundaries. But it's kind of like that with friendships, like mm-hmm. with the relationship. Like once you you say that thing or you you cross that boundary and you start to get into those like muddy waters. You're sh- like it just creates all of this room for like you either don't say anything at all. There has to be like a clear line with your friends. Like, listen, everything I say to you about my marriage or about my whatever is strictly yes. for the event. I don't want your opinion. Like, I want this to be a safe space for me to be able to talk about my feelings. But I'm ultimately, you're, I'm gonna do what I want to do. You're gonna respect what I want, no matter what. You're gonna respect my mm-hmm. spouse no matter what. Doesn't matter what the situation is. Like that's a clear boundary to have with all of your friends. But when people feel like they're entitled to like put into your relationship, it's because you've asked yeah. for it and you've opened that door and you've you've said like, oh, I need your advice or I need your like help or like I like that's when it becomes messy. Like don't ask for a solution to a problem if you're not actively solving a problem. Yeah. Or if you don't want it to be or honest, you, you don't want my honest You don't want the honest don't, opinion. Or don't get yeah. your feelings hurt when or I just, give it. Or just don't talk shit about mm-hmm. your spouse. Or if, if, like, if that's how you feel, like, go talk to a fucking therapist. Well, that's also what I was about you, to say. Really, like, I... Yeah. If you really just want to talk to yeah. someone just to get your feelings mm-hmm. out and just want to vent with an unbiased person... That's where don't tell your friends because you're you're trauma dumping exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. Expecting to fix your problems, to like not react to your yeah. problems, but then also solve your problems. And so you're putting way too much. hundred percent. Like, don't even ask that of your friends. Yeah, I totally agree. Absolutely. Damn. That was. So. My computer will not let me upload the last four minutes of this episode, so I'm coming at you live at 4.30 a.m. on a Wednesday to close out 
this episode turned into more than a more than a mom episode and we did not even cover half of the things that I wanted to cover on this episode so if you all enjoyed listening and you liked our guest Brandolyn and would like to hear her again please let us know because we have a lot more that we could talk to her about to find us you can click the link in our show notes look at that link tree we've got a bunch of stuff on it you can send us written submissions you can send us audio submissions you can keep tabs on what our next episode's theme is or if it's just going to be a chilling and spilling episode send us your messages we would love to hear anything you have you can find us at brewing the pot on instagram and we will be putting out episodes every Wednesday. So we hope you stay tuned. All right, I think that's it. Bye.